Holly G with the Golf Insiders. For this edition of Four Year Game, today we're featuring one of Central Florida's hidden gems. And that pun is intended over by the ocean. It's in beautiful New Smyrna Beach, Hidden Lakes Golf Club. And it's my pleasure to have the Director of Golf and General Manager, Robert Schwab, on the podcast today. Hi, Robert. How are you, Holly? It's great to be on. Well, appreciate it. And one interesting thing I picked up about your background, you're a, a third-generation teaching professional. A little bit rare these days. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, yes, I am. I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, my grandfather uh, was a, a, a DJ pro at uh, up in Dayton, Ohio, for 35 years, and and my dad was uh, at various cor- uh, clubs uh, in New Jersey and Florida and and all of that. So I, you know, kind of growing up, I knew I I just grew up knowing I knowing I wanted to be a golf professional. Of course, I wanted to play for a living, and then uh, was kind of an average player in college and was smart enough to know what a good good player was, and that I wasn't quite there to uh, do it for a living. And, um, you know, it's just in my blood, obviously, and, and I love it. Um, it's, it really is uh, it's phenomenal. It's a great place to go to work every day, and uh, there's not a day that goes by that, you know, when, I, when it's time to go to work, I'm excited and, and ready to get at it. So, um, you know, everybody's happy when they come to the golf course. Maybe not happy after they leave, but, uh, but happy. And um, so we have a lot of fun here, and, and that makes – work, uh, you know, really rewarding and, and enjoyable. Well, you know, this is one of those courses that if you just purely look at the scorecard, you're going to be surprised. It's a par 69 layout, but what what I love about it is that it's fun and challenging for all golfers. And you've got a variety of long and short holes You've got three par fives, nine par fours, and I love this, six par threes. So, you know, the better golfer can play the back tees and have a chance to use every club in the bag. And for, you know, the developing golfers, we like to say, and I know you work with a lot of juniors at your club, uh, this is just a fun golf course to, uh, to, to learn uh, the game. Yeah, it is the you know the average player. Uh, it's it's all they all they need, right? I mean, it's not like the golf ball is going too far for the average player these days. So um, it gives them the opportunity to get home in some uh, in regulation on many of the holes, and and um, if they're able to <clears throat> hit some good shots and, and get it around the golf course, they can they can score well. But you know, there's uh, some danger that lurks everywhere. And uh, then for the better players, I always uh, tell the younger guys or the longer hitters, you know, uh, you know, play the back tees. And if you don't want to punish yourself too much, uh, play the back tees and then move up on the par threes because the par threes will kill you from the back tees. Um, they're long and they're difficult. And, uh, you know, unless you like hitting uh, three and four irons and hybrids into a couple par threes, I, you know, uh, you want to move up a, a tee there. But, yeah, we, we've um, – it's just a, it's a neat golf course. The golf course is in good shape. You, you do you have a variety of of shots and um, some short and long holes. Some and, and it's 
again, as I look at the card, I do it every time. I'm like, man, I'm going to tear it up, and then it seems to get the, you know, it, it has some teeth in some spots, and it can get you. The name itself, Hidden Lakes, leads me to believe there's uh, some water to watch out for in some tricky places out there, Robert. We've got a fair share of water. Um, on the front nine, I think there's uh, there's probably one, two, three, uh, maybe four holes where water comes into play. And then on the back nine, there is oh, most of the holes on the back nine, there's some water that comes into play. So um, now we're, we've only got, um, you know, if you're playing the forward tees, there's only two times that you got to cross it. Um, it's just off to the side. If you play the uh, the back tees, then, then there's going to be several opportunities where you're going to have to negotiate over it. But, um, yeah, they're not uh, – luckily, it's not – they're not exactly hidden for the most part. Uh, most of the time you can see it. Uh, the story goes that the uh, one of the prior owners was cleaning up some stuff, and uh, all of a sudden they, she found a lake. And uh, so they renamed the golf course to Hidden Lakes. And um, but ever, since then we've, you know, that those. What I love about this course too is that you really do feel like you're getting away for a day. Um, lots of wildlife out there. I've seen bald eagles, and I know you've got, you know, tons of other birds, sandhill cranes, and osprey, and a lot of things that are just natural scenery in in Florida. Yeah, we actually have uh, we have a, a bird watching group that that comes out. Um, we have some. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher their name, but uh, Rosetta Spoonbills, the the pink spoonbills, uh, which are kind of unique and probably the only time I've ever seen them was is here at Hidden Lakes. But it's pretty cool. This uh, group likes to come out um, and in the evening and and do a little bird watching and all that. So um, you know that's. One of the things I love about golf in general is just uh, seeing the wildlife when you're out playing. Absolutely. Well, I know another thing you love, and you've been doing it for a long time, uh, and that is teaching juniors the game. Talk a little bit about your uh, lesson program at Hidden Lakes. Yeah, we'll be kicking that off at the end of April, and uh, gosh, um, it's just fun, right? You get the little kids out there and the young kids and and teach teach them how to play the game and you know, trying to share um, our joy, um, and I say our joy, but uh, I've got uh, a couple assistants that help me, uh, Ian Hoffman and and uh, a kid named uh, Grant Folmsby who's uh, coming along, and, and so we just have a good time with them. You go out and try to keep the game fun and make a bunch of games within the game as we're, as we're teaching, try to sneak in the instruction as we're playing uh, different games, and um, so it's that's really rewarding. You know, I started playing as a kid, and, and I think it's a great game for, for kids. Some of the, the best uh, things that we do is sharing the game with the, the younger generation. I noticed, too, that your assistant golf professional, Ian Hoffman, started when he was three years old. Um, you know, people often ask, when's a good time to get their son or daughter started? Uh, how, how do you respond to that? Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, that's how I did it is basically when I could walk, I could, now I wouldn't exactly call it playing golf at, at three, right? right. I had a club in my hand and would swing at something. Um, and I think, um, you know, that's that's what I recommend to parents is 
uh, is expose the kids to the game, um, move it around. In other words, you know, somebody will say, hey, I've got a four-year-old. I want to start them with instruction. I'm like, well, it might be a little young for instruction, um, but, you know, bring them out, put a little bit, um, you know, for five minutes. As soon as they start losing interest, hey, let's go to the chipping green and just keep them moving around and, and okay, let's go hit some golf balls so that they and – and the key to me is trying to leave when they still want to play. Um, you know, just if you can get that sweet spot where they, they want to come back. You know, you don't want to wear them out that first time because you know, I want them to look at it as a positive experience, something they enjoyed, and um, and, and so they, they get the bug and they want to come back. So um, I – with my instruction, I generally will say about six is six years old is the um, is the time that you know they can start beginning to um, uh, with some instruction. But again, I, I don't necessarily think it's necessary at that point because it's about creating some some games and challenges, whether it be on the putting green or the chipping green, uh, hitting balls. Uh, and just getting them exposed to the game. And then if they, they show an interest and in, in have the ability to get out of the golf course, then, you know, that that's even better. When I was a kid, um, that's basically how I started. And I would I would go out with my dad. He would have a foursome. I would basically playing, be playing along the side of the hole as his foursome would be playing. And, uh, and then he would kind of, you know, yell over to me, pick it up, and I'd run up. Uh, to the next tee box and, and, you know, join them up there or whatever. And, and that's how I started playing. And, and, uh, and then, you know, we, and again, I had some tremendous access to the, to the golf course with his position. And we would, he would take me out and my brother and sister and he'd say, Hey, let's go for a nature ride. You know, we just, Love it. Middle, middle of the day, we'd just drive out on the golf course. And uh, now some of this stuff, we might not exactly want people to do in the middle of a busy day, but, um, um, you know, it's still, uh, we had a kid on, uh, I think, uh, his granddad must've been, uh, the babysitter today. And, uh, he rode her along with his, his, uh, grandson and he brought some games for him to play. And I'm thinking there's exposure to the course. He's going to have fun just riding in the golf court cart. Um, and he's gonna, you know, pick something up just being out there. So that's uh, really I love, love to see that. Yeah, I love I love that. Some some great great advice there. And um, boy, I I know I remember my dad used to you know punk me in his lap and let me drive the golf cart. You know, and uh, right. that's all that's big fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, I love that though. You know, mix it up and um, you know let them let them get the bug as as you said i i, I love that that's uh, that's exactly that's good stuff and a lot of times what i'll do with the the younger kids as we um as we go out we have some different areas um you know where we either purposely hit the ball in the water um which is kind of cool or um have some shorter carries that you know we just kind of make up our own little areas like okay we're going to hit it from this tee and see if you can hit it across the pond to that grass over there and something that that's within their ability uh, yet a challenge and um you know that's kind of fun so i mean it's fun purposely hitting golf balls in the water it's also fun you know seeing if you can get it across the water so again just a, a different spin on 
on some things that you can do that's uh, golf-related, if you will. But it's, you know, we don't we try not to hit it in the golf in the, in the water. I remember where I, I took my son out one time when I was uh, when when he was real little, and it was part three, and I happened to hit the ball in the water. And he started laughing. He thought it was great that he saw the splash. I wasn't as happy as he was, but <laughs> I think that's what probably gave me the idea uh, that, you know what, the, the kid likes to see the ball splash, like throwing rocks in the water, you know. So um, that's uh, that's just a different way of, of enjoying the game. You know, they, they, they do this every year, right? Is it the, at the Masters on the whole Oh, 16? they skip it across the water, yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that because I think that – is exactly what you're talking about. Kid games that we used to do as kids, and I remember, you know, doing the same with some of my golf and friends. And you know, those those are things that that do. They really uh, get get you really into the into the fun of the game, especially when you're younger. I'm curious, Robert, because this is something um, I have to say has been a pet peeve of mine for a long time. I I think I only remember one time, and I was on a golf trip out in Oregon, that I, my friend and I, we sort of found this off-the-beaten-path little public course, and we walked in, and on the, on the board, you know, where they showed the golf rates, they actually had special rates for junior golfers, special times, uh, and I thought, you know what? If I was a kid, like this is the first time I've walked into a place where I felt welcome. Right. And I'm just curious, you know, how do, how do you handle, you know, juniors and fees and, you know, because, hey, we all know it's an expensive game to, to get going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what we do April through, or I should say it's May through December, um, we, you know, kids play free with a paying adult. Um, and then this time of the year, January through April, when we're so busy, we charge half price, um, for, for juniors. And, and besides that, if, a you know, we've got some kids that are, especially if they're showing any interest and they're, and they're hanging around a lot, you know, then we're going to take good care of them. You know, that's, uh, uh, we want them to be able to play in a reasonable amount of time. And, and, uh, yeah, so we, we. We take some latitude um, and and get them out there on the golf course when we can, and and uh, because it's all about, um, for, you know, now they have to be able to do some things first. They have to be able to play safely, um, respect the golf course, and all that sort of stuff before we're gonna um, do that. But um, it's all about getting those kids on the golf course and getting excited about it, having fun. Hopefully, they come out with some friends, and um, you know, it's. Uh, it's, it's the way that's the that's the way you create a lifetime golfer is that is, is providing that to them. So, um, and it's that's fun to see them come back. I've been in this business long enough where I where all of a sudden I see them come back as as young people um, with jobs and and all of that sort of stuff, and they come back and play golf. That's that's kind of neat. Well, it's always a pleasure to spend uh, a little time with you, Robert. But like you said, this is a super busy time of the year, as it is for all the courses. But, hey, you got to make hay <laughs> when, uh, when the snowbirds are here. I know friends ask me all the time, you know, where's a good place to, to get my child going? And 
Uh, I know just not only because of the program you offer, but also because it's such a friendly course to get started on. And um, no doubt uh, some of the younger kids can probably run around and chase some of the birds. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great time of the year to play golf. I mean, the weather's so good right now, and uh, it's a beautiful time to uh, take it up and, uh, and you know, just do anything outside. But, but playing golf, holy cow, who, who doesn't like playing when it's 75 degrees and a uh, nice breeze? So. All right. Robert Schwab, Director of Golf at Hidden Lakes Golf Club in New Smyrna Beach. By the way, you know, if you haven't been to New Smyrna lately, it is just, uh, it's a happening little spot. Uh, I often say to people, go do a stay and play. Go over and play and then, you know, spend the night in New Smyrna Beach. Have uh, yourself a nice dinner out. Maybe enjoy the beach the next day. Makes for a great getaway. It's a great place. Absolutely. Check out New Smyrna for sure. All right. Robert Schwab, thank you so much for spending a little time with the Golf Insiders, and thanks for being a participant in our Central Florida Golf Cart. Thank you, Holly.